welcome to another episode of the Unlearning Life podcast. And uh, we're excited to, to be back in the month of February for another episode. And, you know, I'm so excited that we are actually being consistent, guys. Yeah. Consistency is the word for the year. All right. As you know, it's February. It's the month of love. And it's also Black History Month. In our last episode, we talked about Valentine's. And I would like to know, how did your Valentine's go, ladies? I went well. So, yeah, yeah for us, we had like a quiet, nice, romantic um, mm. bath at home. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you oh. know, just a hot bath, ah. some like refreshments, some fruit, some chocolate. So it was just a great quiet time to like talk about Valentine's Aww. and to spend time together. Did you do it on Tuesday? Because Valentine's yeah, was yeah, on yeah. Tuesday. So we did it on Tuesday because we have like we have other plans for Valentine's, but it wasn't gonna happen the same on oh, that okay. Tuesday. So we just pushed it to yeah. this weekend, and just for Tuesday, we just like stayed at home and like made a bath and like had some chocolates and condiments oh. and some drinks. I wow. see. I have two questions. What? Yeah. Um, who came up with this idea? This great idea. and two two, since you said that you had never had a memorable valentine's Mm -hmm. does this Mm -hmm. become the memorable valentine's then um so well i would love to take the credit for this night but so my fiance usually takes like baths on a weekly basis so this Mm -hmm. we just moved it around so that we could do it on valentine's and just like spend uh you know some extra cash to like get condiments chocolates uh, fruits and all that just to make it more special um and then going back to your second Mm -hmm. question on whether this was the best valentine's i thought about that question after the Mm -hmm. episode Mm-hmm. And actually, my best Valentine was last year when we were in Kenya because he bought uh, my fiance bought my mom flowers, of which oh, yeah. no one has ever done that. before. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my most memorable Valentine's for sure. Because to her, no one has ever done that. This is right. a, it's a Western mm-hmm. thing, sure for her. I'm not yeah. sure if she carries it with much appreciation, but just for me as an observer, it was it was a great thing to see. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Nice. I love that. Mercy, what did you do? Um, I'll be asking uh Winston for all the tea on taking up guys <laughs> after this episode. Yeah, sure. I want all the tea. Um, if you've anyway. never taken a bath, I will tell you go ahead and do that. Well, I'm I have taken a bath. I don't know if we've done it together. That's what I mean. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have yeah. a whole recipe. I can yeah, send you it should. To you. you should yeah. totally explore yeah. this world. <laughs> as long as wine is involved, I'm down. You can involve mm-hmm. whatever you want. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Um, anyway, great Valentine's Day, I think as well. I it's kind of sad that it was a work day. You know, I woke up that morning just feeling like I wish I didn't have to go into mm-hmm. work today. Yeah, yeah, but nevertheless, we met the most of the day, um, especially because I was also commuting to work. You know, it's a, a little bit easier if you're working from home. But it went well. Um, one surprise that I got, actually, is uh, mm-hmm. my husband delivered flowers to my workplace. And he's Whoa! never done that. I swear, he was there listening to the previous episode, was he? Yeah, 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 he was. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So with that said, yeah, he delivered for us to my workplace, which was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And everyone was just like, ah, Brian, you know, because yeah. I guess most of my colleagues know that we are newly married. So mm-hmm. all the, the yeah. my colleagues who are friends were like, ah, you guys are really enjoying that young love. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for many of them, they're just like, oh, who's going to pick up the kids from school? Mm-hmm. You know, right. it was like, you know, it takes a little bit more effort to do that when you have kids and other things to worry about. Anyway, Wait, so did yeah. he did he bring them himself? No. Or, oh, the okay. So he, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's even better. That is right. Cute. I, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Like our oh, receptionist nice. just came and was like, "Oh, you have a delivery." Um. So I go out and it's this lady delivering flowers and she was so sweet and she's like, "Happy Valentine's." Anyway, oh, and it wow. had a very lovely knot. You know, our first Valentine's as husband and wife, which is great. Anyway, yeah, so that was the big thing that happened. And then after that, we went out for dinner, dumplings, which we all love. And also, I love dumplings because they are also cheap. You know, like it's hard to find expensive dumplings. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a very affordable way of like eating something that's tasty, that you enjoy without breaking the bank while at it mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah so we just went out and had uh, predominantly dumplings at this uh, nice Chinese restaurant here in Vancouver um, and then after that we just went to a bar uh, which we haven't done in a long time but it was really nice it wasn't busy at all so we had most of the space to ourselves um, just ordered drinks and there was mm-hmm. live music playing which was super romantic so it kind of felt like we were dating all over again uh-huh. you know which is kind of exactly <laughs> Exactly. I was going to say the same thing. I was going to say the same thing. Um, So every time we go to a bar and just drink and talk, I get this feeling that you're dating and like young Mm. love. Maybe it's just not being crazy coming up with ideas, but it feels exactly. No, it feels like that as well. Like Mm -hmm. just sitting in a bar and talking and it's it's like, oh, who is this stranger who's not (laughs) a stranger? Yeah. 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 Uh, exactly. Love that. So, Love yeah, that, that was super that. nice. And I got him my gift this time. Oh, I was wow. like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> good job. Gift too, so I'm happy about that. A very practical yeah. gift. I got him a yeah. Kindle, which he is really into audiobooks, but he's starting to now read mm-hmm. physical books. Whoa. But you know, they are heavy and dense to carry around. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, here's a Kindle because you can read on oh. the train on his way. To oh. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I got him a gift. We, so my, we said a small gift. <laughs> <laughs> you Maybe, went all the way. Maybe that's small to her. I you mean, never know. Yeah, I you guess it is know. small. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Must you also want small gifts? You know? <laughs> so I, I want small gifts. Yeah, have you actually ever gifted me? I just think so. What did you ever give me? You've never. Winston, have you ever gifted me? What did you give me on my graduation? A card? No, no, I'm trying to remember. You did. I mean, your presence was the gift. Oh, it's like sex is the gift, right? (laughs) Yeah, your presence was the gift. And definitely, like, you know, I check that. I check that as a gift. But thinking about it, I've never gifted you either. And I've never gifted some either. Wow, we need to do that. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like maybe our way of showing up for each other is more you know, expressing love with like, you know, our presence, acts of yeah, service yeah. as opposed yeah. to like physical gifts. Gifts, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still want this small gift. Okay. Not <laughs> that. Now that I know you're a small gift. Type of small gift. <laughs> 
so anyway um well it sounds like you guys had a great valentine's so we are going to switch and really talk about black history month and uh if for the listeners we are three african women who live in north america for me black history month of course we didn't grow up with it right so mm-hmm. do you guys observe Black History Month now that you live uh, in this continent? Yeah, I think you kind of have to, to be honest, because I feel like with mm-hmm. most of us, especially growing up on the African continent, many people have had this story all the time where the first time where you actually are super aware of your Blackness is when you move into or, uh, you mm-hmm. know, not move to North America and you're a minority all of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just the complexity that comes with that and thinking about the the historical injustices. And, so, you know, sometimes the complex history that um, Black people, especially in North America mm-hmm. and really Black people all over the world have heard, you now become mm-hmm. super aware of all of these things. So, to me, Black History Month is an opportunity to just look back at, you know, Black people's history, not just in North America, but all over the world. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's a complex history. There's a lot of good that came out of it, but there's also mm-hmm. a lot of pain. But at the yeah. same time, you know, honoring and celebrating our ancestors for resisting some of the issues that they faced in the press, and at the same mm-hmm. time looking at the future. Because to me, just being here in some of the spaces which were never created for us, right. in and of itself, is success. It's, you it know, like success. so, mm-hmm. I acknowledge that when I'm day like some of the systems were really not built for us yet here we are thriving in those systems and it's an Mm -hmm. opportunity to acknowledge that and celebrate that but i also like the terminology black futures which is also now thinking ahead how do we envision um our success as a black people going forward right Mm -hmm. okay all right well what about you well put, Marcy. No, she shut down. She just <laughs> she did. Let's just go back home. We're she done. did. She did. I'm not sure if there's anything we can add to that, like um, for for the rest of the episode, really. But um, yeah, I do celebrate uh Black History Month. I remember, and I'm gonna tell the whole story of like why I find Black History Month really important. So my freshman year, um someone wrote like the n-word mm. on my on outside like on my door like they wrote the whole thing oh, and posted it outside my door and trust me like i didn't know then like it didn't bother me i didn't right. know like i just saw it as a word yeah. like it yeah. didn't affect me in terms of like it didn't hurt me so i was like i don't really have to do anything about it then my roommate was like hey you need to like remove that word because I didn't remove it I just left it there so she was like you need to remove that word I just didn't get why she was bothered by it so she's um I'm not she's not black anyway and she's not white so she was like you should remove that word so I didn't understand why she was bothered by it uh, but Wait, later, she's not black and she's not she's white. not black she's not white she's a, so she's a person of color. yeah she's a person of oh, color okay. yeah okay I didn't, but she's also american so i guess she understood yeah. what the term means but i see to me, it didn't bother me i didn't know much about it so i didn't like care not mm-hmm. that i didn't care but i didn't know the heavy the implications yes yeah. yes yeah. so i started questioning myself why would she tell me that you know why would she yeah. ask me like, why was she mad about it? Then over mm-hmm. the years, you know, I've started learning a lot about, like, Black history, especially in mm-hmm. America. And I'm starting yeah. to think about how, you know, how that really, if I knew 
anything about the Black History Month in America, then I would have known the heaviness that comes with this word and even maybe take the issue seriously. So definitely, you know, Black History Month is a way for me to like read more about, you know, Black history in America Mm -hmm. and that what that means, like, well, here in the U.S., but also in Kenya, because I see a lot of people like borrowing some terms from the media uh, from the U.S. media and using it back in Kenya. Well, they really don't know what the word means. And it's disappointing. But at the same time, I think Black History Month is just a way to like learn a lot about what happened in the U.S. history and how that affected black people here in the u.s and maybe globally in general wow yeah yeah so i agree with you because i guess like like marcy said you know or i don't know if it was me but we we didn't grow up as a minority like mm-hmm. we saw black people everywhere like yeah i don't remember you know like feeling bad about my blackness and anything like that until i think yeah. i got here and I'm actually curious to know, like, when did you become aware of the fact that you are a Black person? I I love that question. So for mm-hmm. me, I exactly, so it was my flight from Kenya to the U.S. I had a stopover in Egypt and my flight delayed. Then the next day when we were getting onto a flight to the U.S., I remember yeah. people looking at me. I mean, I was one of the few Black people there. And, you know, I had my short skirt on, so my arms, my legs were showing. And I remember people staring at me, and I couldn't get it. I just couldn't get it. It's later when I landed to the U.S. that I was like, oh, (laughs) it's because I was different. It's because I was, like, one of the minorities and... Yeah, that was that was wow. the first time. Yeah. 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 For me, you know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um I I I think it was like in the middle of the semester. Yeah. One morning I was just walking to class and mm-hmm. I looked back and I was like, why am I the only one that looks like this cuz yeah. my school was literally 99%, right? Yeah. So, I looked back and I just had this overwhelming feeling of like I am so different. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. later in the fall, so you know like everybody is kind of like I don't know, like your the white people get really like a little pale. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so I just like noticed the difference and I was like I just had a heavy feeling like wow wow i am so different like i am Mm -hmm. actually like a Mm -hmm. black person in like a space that is just not really black yeah 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 you know you become Mm -hmm. super hyper aware you know like you know we always say how growing up i never described myself as a black woman you know Mm -hmm. i was just a woman um and then all of a sudden you know there's a lot of you know, like it's almost like you have to create a new identity for yourself where you're mm-hmm, like, okay, yeah. I'm really a black woman. And mm-hmm. similar to Winsome, I think for me, it was also like at the airport in Heathrow, you know, London. <laughs> <laughs> what happened for us is, oh my God, we were just randomly, the two black people on that plane were just randomly selected uh, wow. for a search. And it was oh. very strange to me. I was just like, why like you know we're just like 19 20 year old we are so innocent and yeah. now you know you start second guessing yourself did i do something wrong right yeah you know i just felt like up to this day i have a very like um i don't know if it's a complex like i try not to fly from heathrow anymore because i feel like mm-hmm. anytime it's probably like a trauma response anytime yeah. i travel through it i'm just thinking you all out of a full plan of like 200 300 people how come the only two visibly black people are selected for a random search like it's just seems yeah. to me yeah but i think that's the first moment where i realized oh my god 
we are really different, you know, and just yeah. having to navigate what that means. And I like what you said, Vince, um, earlier, because I think, you know, as people who, as someone who didn't grow up here, I also think there's a bit of allyship um, that I owe to the predominantly the black people who grew yeah. up here, yes. right? Yes. And yes. that includes, you know, learning about that history and training yeah. myself, you know, because, yeah. you know, them, this is something that they've lived, they've experienced probably their entire lives, exactly. with generations to come. And I feel mm-hmm. like I owe it to them, but also to myself to keep learning. Mm-hmm. And I think right. like you said, Black History Month is a good time to just perhaps when the episodes you listen to that, the podcast you listen to, the books you read, there's so mm-hmm. many articles. Yeah, but also really just take a moment to celebrate Black people's contributions to this society because there's lots. Mm-hmm. And I love right. that. Right. Yeah. 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 I was gonna say there's a lot of contributions, but we don't in the past we haven't had a lot about them. It's when you start hearing the stories that you're like, Wow, we didn't we didn't know about that and these people should get credit for what you know they Mm -hmm. created. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean there are also contributions that we overlook to be honest. Like look at music, look at sports, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right. Fashion. Look at fashion, fashion, right? Yeah. Culture. So much culture, right? So that's yeah. why I guess people always call out non-black people who they want to engage with black culture. But when, when this, mm-hmm. it comes to like injustices that black people face, yeah, everyone's everyone quiet. But everyone yeah. will, will talk about how they love Beyonce, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have to be a selective ally. You just have to commit to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, for me, honestly. The first time I really challenged myself um, as a black person living in America was during the unfortunate events that happened in 2020 with George Floyd. Um, I think that's when I became intentional Mm. about educating myself and really just challenging myself, uh, you know, as, as a black person living in America, because I think I was just getting everything was very emotional for me mm-hmm. but i realized i couldn't really like engage in a conversation about the things that i was feeling and then that's when i started empathizing with i'm like all my black friends that were born here and you know this this is their reality and this is the reality of their generations mm-hmm. and like their great grandparents and stuff and it was just like, I don't know how I would ever um, be able to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's like it happens and, you know, I have all these emotional feelings that I can't even articulate. I'm just like, I don't want to talk about. So that's when I started becoming more intentional as a black person and like really like learning about black history. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. But I realized that from a financial standpoint, I don't think I have done well in the sense of, you know, I haven't been intentional with supporting black businesses maybe or like investing my money in like black neighborhoods and things like that. So that's an area that I think uh, I need to do better. I need to challenge myself and do better. Um so are there any things that you guys do to support I guess the black community. Um, I like the way you've mentioned, you know, like financial support, because I think that's one of the 
first things that we should do to ensure you know that the black culture is being put forward because you vote Mm -hmm. with your money really Uh, Mm -hmm. you don't vote with your feelings and um for me i try my best to like uh go to black founded uh restaurants or like shops mostly restaurants really in february um so anytime we have plans for brunch, I try to do that. And sometimes I'm not nice. really successful. I forget about it, but right. I just try my best, even when it's not Black History Month, to just like if I see a restaurant that's really good, it's Black founded, then I try my best you to go to that to restaurant yeah. to support it. I haven't yeah. been intentional about that. I should do better. Yeah. Marcy, is there anything you do? Yeah, and you know, like the whole money bit just made me think and I was just Googling that statistic so I have my numbers right. How they say, mm-hmm. for instance, the average white person will inherit fifteen thousand uh, dollars, mm-hmm. which is about six times more or five times more than what the average black person will inherit person from, from their from their family, right? And you know, like some of these things it's hard to bet. It's hard to bet, you know, like yeah. Yeah. You know, generational wealth which mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. many people just by virtue of uh, the families you were born the neighborhoods you were born into um systems being in favor of people that look like you yada, yada, all that good stuff a lot of privilege that comes with that you know have allowed them you know to you know perhaps take a fuller advantage of the systems um, yeah. they don't mm-hmm. i guess in a way face the same barriers that uh, an average black person faces yeah, yeah with yeah. that said I, you know i'm trying to think of ways that i actively contribute um i think you know like i said learning is probably a key part of it and i always mm-hmm. i wonder if there are some differences between the us and canada right like mm-hmm. in here for instance in vancouver um mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, actually, there are quite a few like black people who are born and raised here. But also, I feel like a majority of black people that I've met here are actually immigrants as opposed to born and raised. Mm-hmm. Right? We have black Canadians, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think most of them, like uh, when slavery happened, as I understand the history, most of them moved to Nova Scotia, which is more yeah. eastern Canada as opposed to western Canada. So there are yeah. a lot more like. Black Canadians who live there for generations in Eastern Canada. So in Western Canada, I haven't bumped into too, too many. Um, majority okay. that I know are either first-generation immigrants or, like, their parents immigrated here, their grandparents immigrated here, all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, but I think one thing, I like what you said about, because because if we don't celebrate ourselves, you know, who will, right? Right. Um, yeah, so being intentional at supporting Black talent for me. And that's just like, yeah. given. I just feel like, you know, the things, the music I enjoy, to be honest, you know, a lot of the times mm-hmm. just ends up being, you know, Black talent. Um, so whether it's showing up for concerts, concerts when there's a Black artist in town, um, going mm-hmm. for those comedic uh, comedy shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, in a, in a way, I feel like... Um, and intentionally, I do support Black businesses because some of the products that work for us are cr- created by Black by people. Black and I people. like that we're seeing more and more these days. Like the Black Girl sunscreen. Oh, my God. Ever since I landed my hand on that, yeah. I'm just like, it works so much better for my skin compared to any other I, sunscreen. I, still, I, I, I don't even know what that skin. is. So yeah. You need to send me a link. Yeah, yeah it's Target. Like each time I go to the US, one oh, thing I nice. purchase from Target is Black Girl mm-hmm. Sunscreen. Literally, that's oh, what okay. it's called. 
it does not yeah. leave a white curse. It's perfect, right? Our hair products. That's why I guess sometimes I see like on platforms like the Shade Room where, you know, mm-hmm. if say there's a, a, a business that was founded by a black person and then it ends up being sold, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, like share moisture. Um, nah. um, you see people like, yo, like this was four hours. If we sell yeah. it, does that mean that, you know, something will change? Yeah. You know, yeah. when it's not mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. anymore. But also understanding right. the business aspects of the I know. Yep, big water, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's complex in that way. It is and complex. Yeah, we don't really have black neighborhoods per se here. So it's hard to okay. say, oh, I'll invest my money in the black neighborhoods. But there are definitely mm-hmm. other ways to, to support. To invest, yeah, to support yeah. and invest. Yeah, yeah. So for me, like, also... Actually, I have a, a question which I had from the Receipts podcast. And they were yeah. like... I guess they were asking each other, like, do you lead with your your blackness or do you lead with your womanhood? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting question. Yeah. yeah so as a person, like as a woman, right, do you walk out there and you're like, I am a black woman or do you say I'm a woman who is black? Like, or subconsciously, like, wh- hmm. how do you think about yourself? Wow. Um... I go with I'm a woman, but when okay. something happens that's kind of iffy, that's when my race comes in. That's when I start wondering, okay, is that because I'm black? Is it because it's it's first it's firstly mainly is it I'm black because I'm black? Then second, is it because I'm woman? So mm-hmm. that's so that makes me like wonder. Bad things? Or yeah, mostly bad oh, things. Okay. Okay. If it's like a good thing, it's like we're just being people we're just being human but when it's a bad thing now it becomes a matter of like i jump to race first like well is it because i'm black or is it because i'm different from them uh then second is it because i'm a woman Mm -hmm. yeah so it depends on the space and the scenario yeah definitely i'm a woman and it it ties to the earlier comments that we all made about i feel like we became hyper aware of our blackness when we moved here Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and so I feel like I've always considered myself to be a woman, to be a female, woman. you know, yeah. and that has never really gone away. So I'm hyper. And honestly, I love being a woman. You know, I mm-hmm. I wouldn't change that for anything. But anyway, so I think I always, you know, like lead with my womanhood as opposed to mm-hmm. my, my blackness. Right. And I feel like increasingly every day, you know, like unfortunately or fortunately sometimes it's like when something happens and i'm reminded of my blackness mm-hmm. you know but mm-hmm. also how we've been forced just being here and operating in spaces where we are minorities now you become hyper aware of your blackness but that mm-hmm. hasn't always been the case i feel like even here there are times where i perhaps even forget that i'm a black person i'm just mm-hmm. a person but i don't think i ever forget that i'm a woman mm-hmm. i see yeah. Yeah, I think I also lead with my womanhood. I just feel like my life is more about me being a female than mm-hmm. more than and less than less about me being a black woman. Yeah. But I also have noticed something different lately because I think I I lead more now with the womanhood because I live in a city where I see a lot more black people. Mm. When I lived in a city where I saw and worked with 99% non-black people, yeah, I think I led more with my blackness. Yeah. Because yeah. It, I was constantly reminded of it. 
every time I walked into work, I remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I, you know, so I think just being in a space where I see a lot more black people and people of color and everything, I think yeah. I need more with my womanhood these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can relate yeah. to that. Yeah. I think for me, yeah. it depends with who are the majority in the room. If I'm with more yeah. white people, I le- it becomes more of my race. If I'm with more male than females, it's more a matter of like me being a, like a matter of gender. Gender? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Just, yeah. Also, yeah, that's a good that- question. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, and also we just want to, you know, it feels like it can change depending right. what you lead with. Like yeah. yeah, it's not static, right? It's probably constantly evolving where you're in spaces mm. where it's your blackness that you're forced to lead with or choose to, um, and vice versa. Yeah, because uh, now that you you bring up about the fact that it can change, I know that I've been in spaces where there were other women. And there was yeah. me. And I think the black womanness in me had to come out to mm-hmm. either make a decision or direct mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. And I'm like, I think it's so weird. But yeah. I think there's been moments where I've had to step up as a black woman. Mm-hmm. Not just as a woman, but mm-hmm. as a black woman to direct the the situation i don't know if it's yeah i don't know what that was about but yeah. i think i've been in a lot of situations like that in my yeah. in my life and uh friendships mm-hmm. so to talk about friendships and the people that are close to you you know it could be your partner it could be your friends and in in relation to race right like yeah. you know we all have friends of different races mm-hmm. and then we are in black uh history month does that impact your friendship in friendships or relationships in any way? Like, do you expect them to do something, to talk about something, to, to, to put an effort into the month? Or is it just the same as every single month? Yeah. Um, I think for me, I definitely expect an effort. There's the individual aspect, but there's also the institutional effort, right? And mm-hmm. I so appreciate that. I feel like, because I've worked with the same organization for years now, I feel like more and more there's intentionality around Black History Month. Like on the first mm-hmm. day of Black History Month, on social media, on the university website, you know, there'll be articles, yeah, you know, they've collated a lot of resources that people can, you know, whether it's uh, shows that you can attend, whether it's restaurant or Black-owned businesses that you can mm-hmm. support, whether it's, you know, like um, videos, movies that you can watch, right? Just a whole bunch of resources. Resources, and, yeah. Yeah, that people can take advantage of. And mm-hmm. in my job, particularly, there's, uh, we typically have, um, we call it Inform and Inspire. So it's basically like a, an information session for staff every Monday morning. Um, okay. For, yeah, for an hour. And um each year, I guess this year, particularly on Black History Month, one of the days was just dedicated to Black History Month, um, nice. you know, celebrating that and honoring that. So I feel like at an institutional level, I've seen that there's definitely effort put in, and I appreciate that because this is like something that a good majority of the world is celebrating. Like, can you know, right. organizations and institutions acknowledge that? Um, and I think individually, it's hard to tell, right? Because a lot of these things, how people engage and show up for Black people, sometimes I guess it could be loud, but in other types, it could yeah. be actions that are not necessarily out there. But to right. me, I would hope that for anyone, as long as you've benefited from 
black culture in some mm-hmm. way shape or form which almost everyone has um mm-hmm. you know like be an ally and to me being an ally is whether it's continuing your own learning whether it's you know taking advantage of those resources that have been collated uh, by people for you like and i feel like it's so easy you know this is like there's mm-hmm. really no excuse because i remember when the george floyd saga happened some people are just like we don't know where to start and i feel like right. since then there has been so many resources that are literally mm-hmm. in your face like all you need to do is do some googling if you're like okay i want to honor and celebrate black history month where do i start like there are resources everywhere and that also counts so yeah i feel like i'd feel some type of way if someone was just going about their lives and perhaps not even knowing that it's black history month i'm just like "Hmm, very concerning (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah I like the way you've put it you've put it into like the institutional or like the systematic part of it and the individual part of it. I feel like most of the time especially in February we get lost in the institutional performance part of it, you know, like mm-hmm. companies yeah. and like organization like commercialization. Yeah, yeah, commercialization and all these companies like putting like all this videos pictures out there just to be seen that mm-hmm. they uh that they celebrate black history month but i think as much as employees like are called into a room they are told about black history month i feel like it doesn't change much if the individual part of it is mm-hmm. not is not being done right i feel like yeah. it starts with the individual like doing research um reading by themselves and understanding the functional or the basic mm-hmm. of black history month and why it's important so that by the time they get involved by the institutional systems they know why this is important yeah because i've seen some people like some people at work they're like oh black history month uh, yeah, I know. uh lesson again black history month yeah. again so to them it's like a oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah because they don't understand they feel like they express that to you as a oh. black person you know, you like can. you can tell it from their you expressions. They're like, yeah. oh my God, Black History Month again. It's like yes. we are favored. But if they knew like why Black History Month is like, if they knew the things that Black people went through and the main reason for Black History Month, they, know. they would appreciate it more. Yeah. I mean, some people are ignorant. It's like they know, but they don't know like exactly to the details because i feel they like sympathy they would know the they, detail but yeah. they choose to 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 believe what they want to be really huh. yes interesting mm. yeah. people yeah. will know and act like yeah so what yeah because yeah. people are not asking to be special they're no. asking to be recognized of the things that you know happen to them and why they still affect them to date so yeah, yeah. so um to ask and mm-hmm. you're, let's say, you know, let's say you're dating somebody who's not black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to have an expectation that, you know, in your household or, or in your relationship, that there is something that you do as a couple, uh, as a special thing for February? Yeah, I'll start seeing some. <laughs> I'll start since I'm the one in the interracial relationship. Um, I do have expectations of like doing something, you know, it, we could start with like mm-hmm. watching, you know, we started yeah, with like, like going to a restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm. going to a restaurant, supporting black businesses. But there's also that part of part of it of like watching black films and mm-hmm. 
we've done that, but honestly, so what we're going to talk about, we had a good conversation about that movie because it was like a good segue into like race and like what black people face. So, yeah. So, but, you know, watching such movies and just seeing like what the other person thinks. And Mm -hmm. I'm glad to say that we've had a, we've had productive conversations mostly from these movies. So it's just a good way of like, bringing those conversations conversations in a relationship before like making it like you know before going into a marriage and having like biracial kids and all that right yeah 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 Yeah. i feel like those films and i'm so glad that netflix you know has that category of like Mm -hmm. films you Mm -hmm. know exactly yeah for some people maybe they're like oh yeah i'm glad they said that then i'll never look at it but for me it helps me to to try and be intentional and go watch, you know, like mm-hmm. black films and learn a thing or two. But I agree that it's such an easy way to start having conversations about things. Yeah. For me, normally when I watch some of those films, um, I like the happy ones because the yeah. sad ones just mm-hmm. leave me sad for mm-hmm. days. Yeah. To be, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. To be yeah. honest, I watch the sad ones alone because I'm like, I want to be in my feelings. I want to get mad without- by myself <laughs> without imposing my feelings on someone yeah. else. Someone. Yeah. That's, that's very fair, right? Like we talk a lot yeah. about trauma consumption when it comes to black people, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. sometimes I'm just like, nah, nah, nah. I cannot subject myself to any more trauma mm-hmm. consumption that there already is out there, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, so it's totally okay to protect your space and protect your feelings, and, you know, like take, doing whatever you need to do to not put yourself in a position where you feel like you have to, you know, over-explain yourself, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I've never been in an interracial relationship. So I have no mm-hmm. idea how yeah. we navigate dynamics around mm-hmm. race if your partner mm-hmm. is not black. I genuinely have little to contribute to that. Yeah, me perhaps I can read more about it, but from personal experience, I don't have that. Uh, but mm-hmm. I wonder if for people who are dead and black, and black people and the first day of black Stephen, you get a text from your partner <laughs> saying I mean I don't know if I, I would be receptive to it but I mean you know it's like it's it's more about what it means and like how much we can learn as as people yeah. Uh, as somebody who's been in, in interracial relationships before yeah, I think it can be a great thing because you know you 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 get to really understand things from the other side Mm -hmm. of the aisle you Mm -hmm. know Uh, because for me I went into these conversations most times with like my emotions and there is nothing as hard as trying to deal with those emotions with somebody that you also like love and you feel like, oh, maybe you're just never going to get me for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're never going to get what our kids could be going through for the rest of their lives. Like that is such a challenge. Like it was, it was one of the most difficult things to deal with. Yeah. But I think it just depends on, on you two people, like and, and how much you want to be better for each other. Yeah, because um, did you guys watch the you people? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 When they were talking about like you will never get me. And he was like he was when he said, Yeah, I realized that I will actually never get you. Mm-hmm. And it was such a like it was such a big moment for me because I was like, Yeah, that that's actually the reality yeah. of it. Like they'll never get mm-hmm. you and you might never get them. Yeah. Yeah. The acknowledgement can be quite affirming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think what probably makes some some of these relationships work, I think first of all the acknowledgement, but also the willingness and intentionality mm-hmm. on that person, whether it's to learn, to know more, expressing mm-hmm. curiosity, mm-hmm. Right? right? Because I think before anything else, we are all human. I first of all want yes. to be treated as a human to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, I don't want to constantly be approached as a black woman. I'm just like, you no. you're just a person, right? And I'm yep. a person. So yeah. let's so I think it's the intentionality on that person to, you know, acknowledge some of those differences, but also wanting to learn, you know, wanting to understand mm-hmm. my perspective. Um and you also putting in the work. Exactly. To and understand me, them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so, and their perspective too. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Unless I, I mean, mean, it's a troubling perspective. Yeah, perspective. You, know? yeah. you don't have yeah, to agree with them, but you're yeah, trying you don't to have like, to yeah. agree, but yeah, unless it's troubling and and mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. a problem for you as a black person in your safety mm-hmm. and whatever, that's different. Yeah. But uh, well, there are certain things that you should. I feel like you should agree on first of all. So. We're not talking about those things, you know, mm-hmm. like race and stuff, like racism and whatever. Like mm-hmm. we can't, we can't disagree on those things and be together, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I just realized that dating people that are different from you can be a great opportunity for you to grow as a person. That's How my, so? That's my take, because it challenges your beliefs and your perspectives and how you see life. In a lot yeah. of ways. Yeah. Like, even the way you mm-hmm. drink your cup of tea. Yeah. It's just so different from them. That's true. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think- References. <laughs> I- you get, they don't get. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's, yeah. It just expands your world in, in, mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. a good way if you, of course, you choose the, the right person. Yeah. 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 yeah, talking about that movie, I think it was just a good way of like bringing both sides together, like black and white side and having this conversation about race. I mean, I'm not sure how good they did, but I feel like most of the time when we talk about race, it's mostly like black people in a room just talking about race while white people are not there then it becomes an issue of like okay how are we gonna solve this issue if the people affected are the only ones talking about it so it was good to see in this movie like both sides like handling or like talking about this issue head on yeah it was a very complicated movie like because it, it was had, like you know like race and mm-hmm. religion and mm-hmm. class and whatever yeah, yeah. yeah I, I liked all those things i didn't like the stereotypical um Betrayal. Yeah, because it was like, how did these two dark-skinned black people give birth to the? I mean, you know, I know they made a reference. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh, your great grandpa was this, but yeah. it's like, no, it's not making sense. And yeah. it's a stereotypical movie thing. So that, yeah, that was the only thing that yeah, I didn't like about it. You know? Yeah, for sure. A lot of other people had issues with it about the religion part, like the stereotypes about Judas 
like Judaism, Judaism and all Judaism. that. So yeah, yeah. See, yeah. good com- good movie because it it opened up this uh, conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To be honest, I'd love to hear from the Jews. You know, because that's something that I feel like I don't know much about. I don't know like, much. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. tell me, like, how was that problematic? Like, I want a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, another thing that I thought about with that movie was also just like they portrayed also the prejudice that us as black people can also have towards mm-hmm. uh, other races white people yeah you know? mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. that's also important to acknowledge that you know we can yes. also have our own biases um, and mm-hmm. prejudice and being conscious especially to not you know like press that on to other people especially when it's your child right like right. you want right. them to thrive and be happy in whatever situation they're in and yeah. them to like i choosing you know i felt bad because it's like why are you making it difficult why do you want your child to pick a partner that's it's good for them? you yeah, yeah not good more, for them. right yeah. yeah it should be more it's good for them so i'm gonna support yes. you in that decision unless there's just right. like a clear red flag that everyone is ignoring then of course right. say something but in this yeah. case, it felt like he was letting his own prejudice, uh, prejudice affect the yes. partner choice of uh, mm-hmm. her own kids. I feel like just being in the in the in the other side, like on the other side of the situation where we all these bad things are always done to us, all these assumptions and stuff. You keep for you start forgetting that you also have assumptions about people, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just judge them based off of truly their race without really having experienced them for who they are there yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so yeah yeah i think for me i mean talking adding to that being in an interracial relationship you start asking yourself was that from a racist perspective or ignorant perspective or just someone you know mm. saying something that they didn't mean to be racist but Being it human, came out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, what do you mean? Like an external person making a comment or your partner no, making a comment? No, no, your partner making a comment and to oh. you, of course, as a black person, it sounds yeah. offensive, it sounds racist mm. and you're like, you want to jump and say, that's already you know you want to jump and talk about racism but at the same time it takes an extra step of understanding okay this person loves me then how does that tie to like racism or just someone making just a stupid mistake that's not really even about racism at all Mm. interesting yeah yeah because i personally think my take on that is as long as something affects me i should be able to say trade like of course, it, of whether course, it's yeah. coming from a risk perspective yeah. or whatnot but i could be like you know like i think you know perhaps to someone who's not in an interracial relationship perhaps you know your partner makes a comment that you find to mm-hmm. be you know misogynistic in some way i'd be like hmm, that makes me really uncomfortable yeah, yeah exactly right? exactly that's the start of a conversation i feel like as yeah. long as something makes me uncomfortable that's enough for us to have a conversation about exactly it. and and i agree i agree yeah. but also when it comes to issues with let's say race mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is so sensitive as well because you know you don't want to just jump on something mm-hmm. and make this person feel because I guess there's there's a guilt that comes from being labeled anything close to being a racist mm-hmm. person, right? Uh, and so for your partner, you, you feel like you don't want to just quickly jump onto mm-hmm. something and then make this thing 
a very sensitive thing because now they're going to be sensitive about stuff because you've already like kind of like labeled them something that is pretty ugly yeah so mm-hmm. i feel like there are a lot of things that you can deal with but like i think when it comes to race it's, it's kind of hard to first of all like know how to approach this conversation because you yeah. don't want to start by calling somebody something yeah yeah, yeah. and i and, wasn't suggesting call them i was right, saying right. yeah i was saying i think how i would approach those conversations myself is like hmm, that made me like there are no labels to it yeah. i'm just like yeah that i, I center it around my yeah. own feelings yeah. i'm like i see yeah that comment made me a bit uncomfortable could you elaborate on what you okay. meant, exactly right? exactly yeah. honest, these are all things that sound great in paper sometimes something can be really triggering yeah. and instinct yeah. attack right yeah. yeah but i found like you know things that have worked for me in uncomfortable conversations is centering my feelings i'm being like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. made me uncomfortable tell me more. yeah what do you yeah. mean yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and definitely like i was talking about this in terms of like just going beyond relationships like that's when you start thinking about like what other you know non-black people do to you and you start thinking about those things that they say and they do and how mm-hmm. like their point the point where it's coming from you know you start being um aware and asking people like okay what like marcy said where did that come from like why do you say that you know yeah. just to understand where they're coming from could it yeah you just said that for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> said that yeah, no, yeah definitely yeah. definitely yeah. i've been in situations where i'm like i know this person did this and it's mm-hmm. innocent but mm-hmm. it still changed how our friendship yeah. is yeah to this mm-hmm. point because mm-hmm. i'm like i don't want to have a conversation because i think i believe their intention was right mm-hmm. but i know that this decision or whatever this thing that they did was best off of something that I am not willing to address. Oh, wow. and probably not aware of hmm. it. And it kind of just changed how our friendship. Yeah. And it's yeah. worse. It's worse if they're not aware because you start questioning whether it's your job to teach them or to enlighten exactly. them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It becomes yeah. a whole lot of work. <laughs> and it's an unfair burden on, it to is. be honest, it any marginalized group, whether we're talking about yeah. LGBTQ or Black people, like any, you know, like the burden shouldn't be on people in that group to constantly educate you. Are you educate also putting you. in the work to advance mm-hmm. your own learning? Yeah. yeah yeah it's definitely a lot of work anyway good conversation ladies uh i know this was a heavy topic to 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 really discuss and especially to express your opinions on like a very public platform but i want to know and i want to end on happy not wow <laughs> uh what are some of your favorite things about black history month no i mean i like a lot about it well we get to celebrate black culture we get to celebrate the things that black people have contributed uh um but also you know there's also the learning part of it but also in addition to that i like going to like a black business and coming out of it feeling like oh wow i had a good time there um i had like good service i feel like i had the best experience um so there's this i know there are some black businesses here like clubs and all that that i want to go to i haven't been to them and i hear they have like really good um service like it just has like this ambience of like being in a lounge at home and Mm -hmm. to see some of those online i'm really i'm really proud of 
the people who established that business and how far they have come? Yeah, honestly, I think for me, it's just the centering of blackness, right? And I love it all. You know, I like mm-hmm. there are so many events, for instance, I think as the population of black people has grown quite a bit here in Vancouver. Mm. And also, I guess, just the um, awareness um, amongst more and more people like there are so many events. I was even at one this morning um, at 9 a.m., just a virtual event with this um, very senior women in their professional life at least so many of them are leaders in their fields just having a conversation Mm -hmm. as to you know how they got there sharing their lessons and a friend of mine was just telling me that last weekend they went to a you know sip and paint event that's just for black people Mm -hmm. like black women right so I look at all of that and I'm just like I love it you know I love you know that there's the learning bit but I also love that we are creating safe spaces for ourselves to meet other black people, to celebrate, to honor our histories and our contributions and learn from each other too. And Mm -hmm. that's literally the best part for me about Black History Month. And I love the attention, at least um, here in in Canada, it might be different in the US, that increasingly is being dedicated to Black History Month. I've discovered so many gems, you know, I'm like, oh, there's a restaurant there. I had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The resources are also helpful for me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So I love it. Yeah. I agree with you. I think the centering of just like Black People, culture, history, everything really just makes it uh, a beautiful month. Um, yeah. Just as, uh, you know, proclaimed uh, TikTok, whatever. <laughs> I love TikTok. I don't make TikToks, <laughs> but I love TikTok. Yeah. Just seeing like the this generation of parents who are literally teaching their kids about Black history. So there's this, this YouTuber who, not YouTuber, uh, TikToker, who has a like a three-year-old boy or four-year-old boy and you know they are not black but yeah. every single day they make a video on what the boy learned about black culture oh. and it's so beautiful mm-hmm. i love like, that i love to see this yeah mm-hmm. i love to see this so yeah for me I, I agree with you like i think it would just be that center yeah. of uh black blackness and black, black yeah. everything mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yeah beyonce announced her tour <laughs> on the first day of black history month yeah. and girl we going yeah. <laughs> you know what it's so funny because it's so cheap to go in vancouver really huh. i yeah. saw what it's like 86 dollars or yeah, something ticket is 80 something bucks it's like a thousand yeah. bucks should... over here in dc we should uh. fly there did all the tickets sell out or something? Because a thousand bucks is definitely not worth it. Well, I guess it depends with where. Yeah, but like it's more expensive here than, than it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm. Well, uh, I think that's it for today. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? Uh, happy <laughs> Black History Month to everywhere, to everywhere. Wow, to everyone, everywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say that you know I'm giving every all of our listeners and to the three of us a challenge of like trying to at least spend some money on a black business this month. Oh, before oh, the yeah. month ends. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. that's yeah. a good challenge. That's a good challenge. What if we have already? Can we do we do more? No, you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The challenge starts today. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love that. Okay, yeah. Happy Black History Month, everyone. You know, whether you are 
are a black person, an ally, you know, I hope you just take a moment to celebrate mm-hmm. and honor black people in your life mm-hmm. or, you know, through our culture. The history. Um, yeah. The history. Yeah. And yeah, that's it for me. All right.